everyone and welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks. It is me, Yolanda Yvette, motivational speaker, public speaking coach, author, and your podcast host. So listeners, if you want to be on the show or know anyone you think would be good for the show, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, also if you have any speaking opportunities for me, please feel free to reach out to me at YolandaYvetteSpeaks.com and you can also reach me on Facebook and Instagram at the same name, that is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S dot com. Also, I want you to go ahead and make your way on over to YolandaEventSpeaks.com to purchase my book, um, Speak Up. This is where you're going to learn the winning strategies to effective public speaking and making a profit in doing so. So now all that's out the way, we're here to talk to uh, Miss Debbie LaShawn. So Debbie LaShawn, she is a powerful speaker, author, and certified life coach. She is um, a self-empower her mint coach. Listen, she gonna she gonna talk about that empower her mint coach for women desiring to heal from broken relationships, stand in their truth and tell their story. Debbie fuses her love for writing and her God-given assignment to move women forward. No stranger to heart hurts. Debbie mentally hit a wall while going through her second divorce as a struggle and struggle to find her identity, her purpose, and how to implement it. Her healing heart work led to pinning the 40-day devotional, What's Your Why?, which sold over 500 copies in one month. Let me tell you, that's that's, that's something right there, y'all. She is a visionary with a contagious spirit of motivating and igniting others. Debbie's God-given assignment is simple work with women to address and heal hurt, master their emotions and drop the baggage that thwarts listen, you don't hear that that, that word often, girl, that thwarts well, that shows my age. <laughs> healthy relationships so growth and success can be achieved she focuses on transparency self-discovery and calling a thing a thing Debbie offers private and group coaching services, a weekly Facebook Live where she discusses topics on Empower Her Mint and a private Facebook group called Empower Her Mint Room. So you guys, she's going she's gonna to tell y'all how to connect with her at the end. But um, Debbie is a graduate of Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU, Liberty University, and the School of Hard Knocks. She is a mom of two adult children and um, in an amazing, healthy the keyword healthy relationship and growing her two businesses debbie lashawn llc and her nonprofit organization to live daily her organization provides resources and emotional support to caregivers of mental health patients thus allowing them to make the best decisions needed for their households y'all listen y'all y'all say something to me because i got through her bio without chopping and screwing it up too much Ooh, congratulations to me. Listen. So y'all welcome to Yolanda Event Speaks, Debbie LaShawn. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank Girl, you so much for having me. You are welcome. I can already tell you are a powerhouse. You <laughs> you are something else. And already that contagious spirit. Yeah. of motivating and um, igniting others 
I see it, I feel it already. So we can go ahead and talk. So Debbie, I want you to tell people who you are in your own words because I read your bio, but it always sounds better coming from the person. So go ahead, tell them who you are. I love it. Thank you so much. So I'm an empowerment coach. You know, I put that H-E-R. It stands out because I'm a coach for the ladies. You know, I'm a, I'm a ladies coach that helps women to move forward. We go through things and sometimes we get stuck emotionally, mm. right? We, we stay stuck emotionally in relationships that have ended five years ago or, you know, parent wasn't available and so we're still that stuck little girl from you know wanting mom's love or wanting daddy to be there or whatever it is that we've gone through that caused our heart to hurt sometimes emotionally we're still in that place and so we operate through life um one way but emotionally we're, we're carrying baggage just like that erica badu song that like literally is my theme song bag lady your back carrying all those bags like that that's some real talk and sometimes as women we go through life carrying baggage that we sometimes don't even know we're carrying so my job is to help women to unpack that through writing let's unpack it let's leave it on the paper and let's move forward in a healthy way and so that's who I am Ooh, honey. You, you done did it you done, you done did it. So um, you you done said a lot. I, how did we become the self empower hermit coach? So it really came from finding myself in my forties. You know, I was divorced for the second time. Um, I found myself sitting in the closet of my high priced gated community, uh, three bedroom, nice. Mm-hmm. getting facing divorce trying to figure out how I got here when society says that I should be living a certain way by my 40s and right. when I realized that I wasn't living that life I got depressed you know I started looking at me trying to figure it out because divorce one time okay the relationship failed divorce two times I gotta look at me and see what it is that I'm bringing to the table to see what it is that I'm doing to drop the ball you know what is why am I not happy and part of that was figuring it out who am I and what does it take to even make me happy and stop looking at that to be my husband's job and start looking at it as being my own job to fulfill myself and seeing him as a compliment to my life instead of somebody who completes my life. So I think that was huge for me. And once I took that journey, it became my mission to help other women understand who they are and be complete so that when you get into a relationship, you understand it for what it is and you can appreciate it and enjoy it a little bit more, I think. Someone that I knew, no, not knew, someone that I know, a pastor friend of mine, he said before, and I was like, that made so much sense. He's like, we have to stop looking for people to um, complete us because that makes it seem like we're not whole. And so when they leave, now they done took something away from you because that was the thing that completed you. Rather than, like you said, complimenting. And I tell people, like, I want someone to compliment me. I want somebody to add to 
what I already have, you know what I'm saying, being a, a great addition to, to me. Um, but in order to do that, you have to appreciate yourself for being right. a whole number one by itself. Mm-hmm. So I went on that journey, you know, and I heard a former pastor of mine say, she preached a sermon that says the power of one. I actually wrote about it and everything. When you look at the number one, the number one stands up straight. Mm-hmm. The number one is not dependent on another number for anything. The number one is a whole number in and of itself. And so when we look at ourselves as being a number one, for those of us who are not married, even if you are married, if you are in a relationship and you are not complete, then you are draining the heck out of that relationship. So we have to look at ourselves as being a whole number one, independent of anything else. So when those other numbers and those other things come and attach itself to us, it's just another complete thing. Yeah. When you incomplete and the person you with is incomplete, that's a whole mess right there. Absolutely. You already starting out shaky. You starting out shaky, and it is hard to it's hard to come back come back from that. It's hard to bounce back from that because now you shattered because you were already leaning and had holes up in there. Yes. So the yes. power of one. My job, my assignment is to show women how to be a whole number one, in and of anything else, and then anything else that attaches to you is just that. It's just an attachment and something to help complement, but you don't need that to complete you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I told y'all, y'all, she's something else. Be, y'all, y'all better get y'all pen and paper ready. Y'all know I have mine. So we're going to talk about people being stuck and hurt. Absolutely. Because oftentimes, like you said, people are stuck in, in something that they didn't even know um, that they were stuck in, but they they just can't move past it. Not realizing that they've been stuck in whatever hurt it was, whether it was childhood, whether it was friend hurt, parent hurt, church hurt, school hurt. You've been hurt by something, even self-hurt. Um, that's a thing. Uh, how can people realize one that they are stuck in a hurt, and then how can people um get unstuck? And that sounds like it's easier than you know said than done. Like it's a process. Uh, for they won't get back in that same um cycle again. Right. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things we have to realize is that it's a journey, right? So this is not no quick fix. Let me give you this quick formula, A plus B equals C, okay, therefore, you're good to go. Uh-huh. It really is about unpacking and uncovering you, because until you start to face that hurt and see it for what it really is, you will continue. Some women I know, they think that because that hurt is buried, it happened 10 years ago, and I don't talk about it, I don't think about it, so I'm healed from it. That's a lie, Mm. right? Just because it's buried does not mean it's healed. So for me, my women, we got to peel back the layers of the onion. We got to keep going until we get to the root, to the heart of that thing. And that's where the hard work comes in. A lot of people don't want to do it because it's easier to keep the blinders on. It's less painful to keep the blinders on. Well, if I don't think about it and don't talk about it and just keep moving... I'm going to be good. But when you start to look at your behavior and your thoughts and you continue to see yourself in this rut, you're picking the same people. You're doing the same thing. You had a child at 16 and your child had a child at 15 and the cycle is continuing. There's some critical conversations that are not taking place 
to talk about why it is we're doing what we're doing. And until we have those critical conversations, and until we start to call a thing a thing, until we start to look it in the eye and call it for what it is, we can't heal and move forward from things that we don't even identify. It just will not happen. So part of it is we got to take our blinders off and have some real talk. And that's where, unfortunately, people drop the ball because it's easier to not do it. Yeah, you don't want to see. It's easier not to not face what's right there. Just like, yeah, and never mind, it didn't happen. Let's move forward. You just want to yeah. just sweep it under the rug and, and see what happens. But I try to tell people, you keep sweeping stuff under the rug. That rug gets lumpy, you, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's gonna, it's gonna show at some point. It's gonna manifest itself in some part of your life. Um, I, I know people who are like, why do I keep finding this or the same people? Why do I keep attracting the same type of person? And um, I want you to address that. Of why is it that people are attracting the same type of people that they know are like no good for them? Is it because like it's something that they're exuding from like a past hurt or or what? It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It really comes down to your worth. You you ever saw that meme, know your worth and add tax? Hello. A lot of times we know our worth, but again we just choose to press the easy button. We keep doing the same. You keep looking for dude in the club. That ain't where your your future is at. If you keep finding the same ones and they keep doing the same thing to you, at what point do you stop and dissect, okay, when I do this, I get this result. Okay, here's the common theme. I'm continuing to do this. So maybe if I do this different, let's see what that result will give us. But we continue to do the same things over and over again because it's our comfort zone. Don't grow in the comfort zone. You stay comfortable yeah. in the comfort zone. You repeat pattern in a comfort zone. But until you get out that comfort zone and start to do things that are uncomfortable, you will not grow and you will not change. And that that's just it. Change is mental. Change is mental. And so if you want to see change in your life, you have to shift your thoughts. When you shift your thoughts and every day your behavior matches your thoughts, you will see new things line up in your life. But until that happens and you keep thinking, stinking, and you keep acting the way that you're thinking, you're going to continue to attract the same thing. I believe in the law of attraction, but I also believe in the law of action. Yes. We have to make our mindset and our behaviors match. And until we do, you're going to keep attracting the same thing that is not serving you any purpose. Mm. So you got to shift. You cannot stay doing this same thing, thinking that, okay, when I open up my door, it's going to be magically delicious outside. That don't even make no sense. It just doesn't. So until I say... I want more for my life. I want more financially. Listen, I had to file bankruptcy when I got divorced for the second time in my 40s, and I'm still dealing with it now. So I have to say to myself, I want something different for me financially. So what does that mean? I can't keep doing Black Friday sales. I can't keep doing Cyber Monday and blowing out my bank account because I want to support everybody. I can't keep doing X if I want financial freedom. So that means now I have to get on a tight budget and I have to learn to say no and I have to do things different 
if at the end of 2021, I need this thing paid off despite a pandemic. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm continuing to attract jokers, then I have to shift my mindset to attract the king. And you, you can't do it operating the same way because ain't no king going to want you if you still got the mindset of a joker. Ooh. That ain't even going to work. Just tell me how. Okay. I'm with it. I'm with because that that makes sense to me. And and it's one of those things like if if you're keep if you keep attracting the same person, if we're talking about the person, um, how long do you continue on with the conversation rather than like up oh, nip it in the bud? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, never mind, I'm not even gonna continue this conversation. We we good in in the in the jump because you know your worth. Right. You know your worth. You know what you want and you're not settling for anything less. Listen, how many jokers have you met? displayed their hand to you early on in the relationship or uh-huh. situationship but we continue to take their phone calls yep. deal with them as they allow us to deal with them um, settle for third then best not the first place but he gonna give me some time when he can get some time that's joker mentality and you keep accepting it because you don't realize baby girl that you worth being a priority and I'm going to tell you, if you can't make me a priority, this ain't it. So I know my expectations and I don't settle because that's knowing your worth plus tax. Mm-hmm. But if I just want some company, then let's call it that. That's two different things. Right. And so we want company and then when we get company, we start to change our last name on our notebook like we used to do in the third grade. <laughs> oh, I can see myself as becoming XYZ, but he ain't never changed. Uh-huh. So now you mad because you thought uh-huh. that if I just give with him, I can change him. No, ma'am, that's not how it works. Instead of you just setting yeah. your expectations from the jump, this is what I want. Oh, you're slipping. Showing yeah. signs of X, Y, Z. Now, when I tell you this, if you change, we good. But if you're gonna keep treating me this way and I go for it, then who you mad at? Right. And you're like, why do I keep attracting the same people? It's it's not them. It's you and what yeah. you are accepting and what you know. Oh, girl, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Hope y'all need to go back to uh, minute 17 and <laughs> maybe 16 and catch all those nuggets because that right there was a whole word do you hear me that was that right there oh call a thing a thing call a thing a thing and that's and that's one of your quotes like that's what you stand on because we ain't got no time to be dilly dallying and walking around the mulberry bush we about to call call this thing a thing yeah and you know that i know that i'm not for every client right so when people jump on the phone with me i have what's called an alignment call because i need to see if your energy match my energy a and I need to see if you're ready for where I'm about to take you. Yeah. And some women, like, literally, it's been like, you sound amazing on the phone, but I'm not the coach for you because you want somebody who's going to coddle you. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm rude. I'm never that. But I am direct. You're and I to say, are we ready to change or you want to keep doing what you want to do? And, you know, I'm for that person. I'm for the person who's ready to change. And that's, so. a, and that's the thing. And, and, and I try to tell people, everybody's not your client. Yes, you can work with people, but we need to be, like you said, aligned. So I need to see if I can work with you as a public speaking coach or whatever. You need to see if you can work with me because I'm not, I, I can take your money, but it's no, what's the purpose? What is the purpose in all of this? Like, so yeah, I need to see if we can work together. Correct. 
and you need to and you should see if you can work with me come on now listen we we grown <laughs> real grown we grown I'm about to say your money sounds good but all money ain't good money all money so is not me, good money i need to walk away from some people so um I, i'm i'm for the woman who's ready to change and ready to do some showing up hard work and mental work to get some different results so yeah because it's work like you said it's work because um healthy relationships What's a healthy relationship? Oh my. One in which I can communicate my needs without backlash. Ooh. One in which um, you are feeding me mentally. One in which um, my needs, I can communicate them to you and you are at least open to hearing what they are. One in which um, we grow together, we pray together, even when we leave in to knowing your worth and knowing what you want. Right. Because whatever you want may not be what somebody else wants. You know what I'm saying? They, they can be like, I want somebody who's going to argue with me. Okay, well, that's what you want. <laughs> you know, right. that's that's your want. That ain't my want. But right. that's that's your want. Um, ooh, that, some people do want that. That is so funny to me. Yeah. Like, that is beyond yeah. my my realm but of understanding. I love Ike and Tina. I can't do it. No. Me, Darius and Nina. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time. I don't like it. I don't like I can see Give no. me somebody who can pray for me. Yes. We get in a storm because that's another relationship like so that's and and people right now are struggling with friendships and letting people go and and carrying friendships right um so let's talk about the healthy relationship of a friendship or family or family ship give to my family. Um, and I think it comes 
comes to the same thing. You know, my friends call me out. I don't want bobbleheads around me. I don't want people who just pat me on the back and everything I do is amazing. Yeah. I don't want people to be like, you know you messed up, right? And here's how you did it. You need to go back and fix that. Like, what are we talking about? And somebody who's going to really force me to look in the mirror and take my mask off and allow me to be transparent. I think that's the healthiest of any relationship is when you can be transparent with that person and, and take your mask off. As women, we do a whole lot with the lashes and the makeup, and we get so clouded by that that we don't even know who's underneath all of that. So when you can find a friendship, your friends, your sister, girls, or whomever, that you can be transparent with and you can talk about your fears with and your um, concerns and they not judging, you're not the topic of the conversation for tomorrow, you're not the topic of a group chat after y'all are hung up and they spread your business. To me, that's healthy friendships. So it's about transparency. And you know who you can feel safe enough to be around to take that mask off. And you know who my energy ain't sitting right around you, so I'm gonna have to keep you from a distance and be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I'm somebody who is I'm a firm believer of every every friendship or whatever it is has a season, um, yeah. and being able to prune them away for I can continue to grow, and just because I've known them for however many years does not mean that they are I I still need them or that we need each other because sometimes yeah. we can be holding each other back just because we're trying to stay quote unquote friend you know that's oh that's my that's sister that's nah that's I mean yeah. from a distance. Yeah, I got some friends right now who I do love them from a distance just because I don't do what we used to do no more. Like, I ain't hurt, and y'all still doing the same thing, and it it ain't no shade that that's what y'all want to do. It's just not for me. So when I see you, it's all love. Hey, how you doing? But I ain't a part of that circle no more, and I'm okay with that. So I'm not going to keep trying to fit in circles where I don't fit. Yeah. So that's like trying to walk around in a size seven shoe, and I'm a nine. I'm not fit to do that. I'm too grown to be uncomfortable. I, I, I can't do it. So I am too grown yeah. to be uncomfortable. Put that on a shirt, honey, <laughs> and send it to like, me. Yeah. And send yeah, it to me. Yeah, you're trying to push yourself in circles that don't even fit you no more. You ain't grown. You ain't prospering, and you know it. But you're doing it because, again, it goes back to that conference zone we talked about started this conversation yeah you don't want to get uncomfortable and get into a season of growth mm-hmm. so you're going to stay where it's comfortable even though it no longer serves your purpose that makes no sense to me. my thing is like, if you really think about it like some there's some friendships that you've never grown in y'all just right. y'all just y'all just friends you just have a friend circle ain't nobody grown ain't nobody talking about no business ain't nobody talking about right. nothing of moving forward y'all just hey girl how you doing i'm doing good you want to go out sure so your right. your relationship your friendships is really just based on do you want to go out or do you want to make a TikTok video? Let's do the positive challenge. Right. Girl, like, there, what is the growth in that right. friendship? Like, right. <laughs> woo! Again, y'all going back to minute number about 25. <laughs> Catch them nuggets that was just dropped to get. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah. I, I am loving everything that you have said thus far because, um, girl, we're going to talk about dropping the baggage one more time. Um, 
and how it thwarts. <laughs> Listen, but because I really want people to get into that place of, because um, I've, I've been on other podcasts before where I talk about baggage comes from different areas. It's not just in a relationship with your, your spouse, your partner, but it, there's baggage in families, there's baggage in friendships, there's baggage from church, there's baggage from um, your work. Uh, and you carry it all around. And again, bag lady, you're going to hurt your back. Yes. And, and that song is, so, when you get, okay, because I remember when that song came out, y'all. And I used to just sing it. Woo! Bang! You know what I'm saying? I used to just, and now that I'm older, that song hits differently. When yes, you listen ma'am. to what she said. All those bags that you carry, number one, are unnecessary. Yeah. Because sometimes we even have the the audacity, the unmitigated gall to carry other people's baggage that they didn't yeah. even ask for us to carry yeah. and then complain about it. Because we, we strong like that. Co- who? Who? Who said? <laughs> I'm, so I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired of that phase or that phrase <laughs> that I'm strong and I got it. And I said, I don't want to have it. Mm. I don't want to. I used to. Because everybody think they can put their stuff on you too. She's strong. She can take it. She got it. Or you take somebody else's stuff because one, you want to be the fixer. Yeah. And they ain't ask you to fix not nothing, but you want to be the fixer. Just because they talk to you about some problem, some issue, you like, ooh, in your mind, you already done wrote down the seven step plan of what they can follow. Listen, Listen, this this type A personality, I done got into a whole marriage trying to fix him. And after a year and a half, I was like, But the person you just revealed this stuff to, now they got a whole lot they got to deal with. So yeah. let's say it, it was something that was going on here. Like I need to, I should tell my parental units about whatever was that happened to me as a child. Right. You like, well, I just want to tell y'all cause this is what it was. I mean, I feel better, but now I feel like they will be like, so I felt as, you know, a mother, I felt as, as a father or whoever it was, cause I didn't notice this was going on. I didn't see this happening or they didn't tell me or they didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, like how, I feel like that's just gonna uh, like unload so much other stuff. But at the same time, that's the stuff that you've been dealing with. It's like a, a double edged sword. Like yes, how do you handle that? Um, yeah. moving forward. Like, do you, do you, um, unintentionally hurt somebody else? by revealing what has happened to you. 
to heal you, you're hurting somebody else possibly. Unfortunately, what we have to make sure is that by healing me, I don't dump that baggage on you. Mm-hmm. But we have to uncover it in a way in which it brings about awareness, but it doesn't blame, bring about blame, anger, or guilt. Mm-hmm. Because there's an art to that conversation. Part of it is knowing when to have the conversation. Part of it is knowing how to have the conversation. So, you know, I have a family member who loves to say, the Lord told me to tell you this. You haven't asked me if I'm ready to receive. You haven't asked me is now a good time. You haven't asked me, can we set up a time so that we can have a conversation about some things so that I can mentally prepare myself to come into this conversation and receive what you have to say. So you've taken it from a very, I just need to get this off of me and put it on you without thinking of how I'm going to receive that. the 
conversation. So I'm not talking about I, I do services for the patient. I'm talking about those in the household to bring awareness to them. This is what this person is going through right now. This is what happens when they don't take meds. Here's what happens if you feel uh, unsafe in your own house. Here are some things to help you better understand and navigate the mental health process so that you're not scratching your head with Scooby-Doo when you're trying to understand. And so this way, we just gonna keep it in the house and don't tell nobody what's going on. So my nonprofit is really about education and awareness for the African-American community and trying to get that stigma off of not talking about it and not calling a thing a thing. And instead, let's just deal with it and figure out all the help that we can get for this person so that we can all live a harmonious lifestyle. Woo! Listen, Debbie, you, you have uh, you have said some things today, child, and, you, and I can tell this has been your God-given assignment, and I love the fact that you are working in it because um, you just want people to be better. You want them to heal. You heal one, you heal others. You know what I'm saying? And it just continues to grow because even even through generations, once you heal, you're able to to talk to your children about healing and or prevent certain hurts um, that may be preventable. So we're breaking the cycle, and I'm glad that you have taken that charge to help break the cycle of hurt and and healing and and how to heal effectively. A healthy healing, okay? So I want you to tell people how they can get in contact with Miss Debbie LaShawn. How can they find you? Sure. On Instagram, I'm Coach Debbie LaShawn. On Facebook, um, Debbie LaShawn. My website is just DebbieLaShawn.com. Um, yeah, that's me. Feel free to reach out. Again, I have a private room on Facebook. It's called the Empowerment Room. Of course, the AGR is in the word empowerment. I am an empowerment coach for the ladies, helping them to stand in their truth, unpack those bags, and we do it all through writing. So you saw how you said empowerment. I'm like, empower her, man. Empower her, man. <laughs> But um, it's just empowerment. It's just empo- no empower hermit. <laughs> but yet the empowerment, uh, empowerment, self empowerment coach Debbie Lachon. I so truly appreciate you for being here today. I would love for you to leave the listeners with a tip, whatever yeah. is on your heart, your mind, your soul. The first thing that comes to your mind. Stand in your truth and be authentic. Mm. Mm. Okay, listen, that's a word by itself. But see, now I want you to expound because being authentic, I feel like, was the word of 2020. Yeah. 1920, yeah. And because um, I always heard it was like, be authentic, be authentic, be authentic. And maybe there might be listeners who are not understanding what does being authentic mean. It means that when your girlfriend calls you and say, hey, girl, how you doing? Be authentic, stand in your truth, and tell her how you feel it. Uh-huh. When dude asks you how's it going, what's up, stand in your truth and tell him whether or not he's meeting your needs and where he needs to step it up at. When uh, somebody in the family is doing something that doesn't necessarily sit well in your soul, be authentic and let them know. I'm not saying ever saying be disrespectful. I'm not saying be confrontational. I'm saying speak from your heart and let people know when they are not meeting your needs and how they can do better. Stop going along to get along. That's that's 2020. Being 2021, it's time now to start 
putting ourselves and our needs first. Yes, ma'am. Again, so go back to probably about what, 38 minutes <laughs> and catch all those nuggets. So again, I thank you so much, Coach Debbie LaShawn. I truly appreciate you for being here with us. Well, the us, me, the listeners, whatever. Um, y'all, this has been another episode of Yolanda Yvette Speaks. I love you all dearly. And like Coach LaShawn said, uh, Coach LaShawn, Coach Debbie LaShawn said, stand up and be authentic, y'all, because y'all really owe it to yourselves and to others. So talk to you guys next time. Bye. event speaks listeners they always say a closed mouth doesn't get fed so listen i'm asking if you want to bless yolanda event speaks podcast please go to yolanda event speaks at cash app venmo or paypal if you need more information just really hit me up at yolanda event speaks at gmail.com that is y-o-l-a-n-d-a-y-v-e-t-t-e-s-p-e-a-k-s your support helps to keep making my podcast level up all right y'all talk to y'all soon bye-bye